All right, let's do a quick poll to start the podcast. Who here lost half their yearly income in a day? Put your hand up. Welcome to chapter 145 of a not yet infected pot white guy. What's up? What is up? Hope you're not sick. Hope you're safe out there. And to be honest, not a great time to be just coughing for no reason these days. That's how you freak people out. If you work out in public right now, dude, you could have a bomb at the airport and they'd be like, yeah, that guy's got a bomb. And if you went, <laughs> they'd be like, fucking seize him. But also don't get within two meters of him. Seize him with a stick. You know, lasso him. Great time for sheriffs and cowboys right now. Probably a lot of work, you know. Or seize him, but we can't uh, unless we're wearing a hazmat suit. Hope you guys are safe. Hope you guys are also not infected yet. You might be listening to this in hospital. Um, and you might be one of the... You know, the people that have been taken down by this virus. And it, it honestly, it feels weird to be talking about anything else at the moment. Like, it's just you, you, people are freaking out, man. Like, going, leaving the house is now the new form of terrorism. You know, that's the thing. You can walk outside now and you're just like, oh, and everyone's like, fucking, what's he up to? Um, you know, it's crazy. It's we're living in a crazy time. Dude, a week ago now, wasn't it funny when I was just complaining about the lack of toilet paper? I was like, oh, Australia's bloody gone mad. <laughs> and now um, everything's being cancelled. Grand Prix, the comedy festival, uh, every event over 500 people and most other events as well. I was supposed to be going to a music festival this Friday to see My Chemical Romance. And now I might actually be an emo kid, you know? I was pretty sad about that. It was the first time I'd actually felt like I needed to listen to My Chemical Romance to help, you know, I was like, they understand my pain. But it was a very, it was a vicious cycle because I was like, man, I feel so sad. I'm going to put on the Black Parade. And then I put on the Black Parade and it made me even sadder because I wasn't seeing My Chemical Romance. <laughs> it's brutal stuff. And um, all right, let's do a quick poll to start the podcast. Who here lost half their yearly income in a day? Put your hand up. I, I've got my hand up. And you know what? Probably some of you as well. Because this is, uh, it's ruined everyone. So the comedy festival has been cancelled. Full refunds will be given to everyone who got tickets. And uh, thank you so much to everyone who did get tickets. Now, here's the here's the real kicker. Now, obviously, it's not all about me, right? But this podcast is all about me. So I'm going to talk about it on this podcast, okay? If you don't want to listen to that, then, hey, that's on you. Okay, I hate that. I posted about like, oh, you know, stay safe, everyone. The comedy festival's been cancelled. Got a message from this guy being like, also, now you care, now that it's affected you. And I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> but also, like, how are you supposed to, like, care and make a difference? You know what I mean? It goes back to the whole thing I was talking about with the bushfire stuff, you know? 
you, you have to care. And it's like, just because I haven't publicly posted about it, it doesn't mean I don't care. And also, what are you supposed to do? Do you want to raise awareness for the virus? Like, stay inside, everybody. Just watch the news. Or, like, literally duck, duck, go, coronavirus. You know, it's the most superior search engine. Um, so, yeah, I've lost half the money I was getting. Now, that sucks, the money, right? And yes, I'll be poor. And I didn't even want to pay rent anyway. All that money in my bank account, whew, that was just going to be a burden. So what a relief, to be honest. But uh, here's the kicker, right? This year, now I know I say this every year. I'm like, oh, it's going to be bigger and better. This year was shaping up to be the best year for me out of every other year. Now, there's nothing I can do about it now, and that's fine. But, boy, it was a real flick in the dick. Oh, I was selling. I look, I'm not going to say I was selling double what I sold last year before the festival. I had sold double the amount of tickets that I'd sold that time uh, before the festival last year. I was on track to have the best comedy festival of my life. Like, we were t- I was going to be selling out a bunch of shows, which is a credit to you guys. Thank you very much. It honestly shocks me every year because I'm not that big online compared to like some other comedians and stuff. And it's crazy how many people come out to see me live, which is really cool. So thank you very much. Um, fuck, I was going to have so much money. <laughs> and it's not about the money. That's not actually what I'm that annoyed about. Obviously, that was a real fucking blow. But... I'm mainly just annoyed about, like, man, I was going to be 23 nights of great shows, great audiences, and it's the one thing that makes me happy. And also, I was in fine form. Oh, I just came off doing 12 nights of stand-up in a row and a tour up the East Coast, which many of you guys came out to. So, lucky you came out while you did. Woohoo! Um... I was in such good form. I just did a week run on the Gold Coast doing gigs. And then I did like, dude, I've just been literally crushing. And because, you know, I'm obviously on the run and stuff and I kill every night. And they're like, how'd you go at the gig, bro? I fucking murdered it. And that's why they're after me. But now the cops, no longer my biggest problem. Now it's a virus that is canceling my life. I'll be honest. I didn't think I'd get canceled by a virus. I thought it was going to be a fuck joke. I made one day, some reviewer coming to my show, repeating something horrible. I said about the Holocaust or something that, and if you had told me you're going to get canceled this year, I'd be like, well, you know, every year my show gets a little bit darker. If you come said every year, usually, I don't know why, maybe I'm just getting progressively more, I think I'm just getting more immune to what is uh, offensive or not. And I just don't find, but like, I still do really silly stuff. Whenever I do a fucked up joke on stage, like what, what some people will call an offensive joke, even though I don't think I've ever been offended by a joke. Um, I've been like, Oh, that's not a good joke. And I disagree, but I've never been gone. I've never gone. <gasps> my soul after someone's told a joke. Right. Anyway, what some people might consider offensive, uh, I definitely like, if I'm ever talking about an offensive subject matter, say, uh, what's an example? Uh, 
9-11 or Princess Diana, one of the classics or whatever. It's always in the silliest way possible. That's just the way my brain works. I'm like, man, how can I take this like hectic, heavy topic and then just, you know, piss all over it with my stupid jokes? Uh, <laughs> and that's, you know, and usually like you can't be offended by that um, unless you're a wanker, which some people are. But anyway, this year was shaping up to be such a good year for me. And you know what, guys? And it is it is all about me on this podcast. So I'm going to sit here. Be, I'll be honest, I was a little bit sad. This podcast was supposed to be out on Friday and Saturday. I'd recorded a whole episode, um, which I'll still put after this. I'm just going to do a little intro right now because it kind of feels weird to not talk about the coronavirus thing. Plus, so much has changed since Thursday, since I recorded a podcast. So this podcast was supposed to be out on uh, Friday and Saturday. And... Since then, the comedy festival got cancelled. It was a massive fucking blow uh, to me. And it's like, it wasn't even about the money. It just was like, it's so hard. Like, it's so D, de- I don't know what the word is. D, de- unmotivating. I don't know what the right word is. It's just so, such a slap in the face when everything you've been working towards for the last 10 months just gets ripped away from you. It's or it was already going really well. I felt like a bunch of hard work was paying off and then boom. And it was like, Oh, and I just, honestly, there's no excuse for the podcast not being out. Uh, I just sat on the couch and moped around and felt sorry for myself. I played video games for 24 hours pretty much. And I, I, I hit the world gym as well, but it was a sad world gym, you know, I was out there and there wasn't many people around because everyone's too scared to leave the house. And I had a big thing. I was like, what am I going to do? Am I going to run out of money? Probably. Fuck. Anyway, two-minute noodles are fine, I guess. You know, I'm going to get sick of chicken. Now I'm going to have to start doing beef. Fuck it. I might even have to start eating Oriental. Uh, but although, not you know, not a great time to be, you know, dealing with Oriental things. <laughs> Fuck. But, um... Yeah, it sucks. And I'm, by the way, fully aware that this affects me not as much as, as it affects some other industries and other people. I mean, sure, it's maybe two-thirds, definitely over half of my yearly income, probably two-thirds if my tour gets cancelled. If my tour gets cancelled, by the way, the rest of the shows are still locked in um, and are going ahead as planned. So it would mean the world if you got a ticket. If they do get cancelled, obviously you'll get a full refund. So there's no risk in it on your end. Um, so yeah, if you want to cop a ticket for that, LukeKidgel.com. It feels so weird to be promoting shows when everyone's like, don't go outside, but please come. <laughs> if I have to get on a plane to come to whatever dirt hole that you live in, all right, then goddamn, I'd love if people showed up. <laughs> oh, it sucks, man. It's so weird having like everything you've ever worked for, like in the one thing you love doing and and then you're just not allowed to do it anymore. And now I'm just like, I can make videos, that's fun, but I don't enjoy that nearly as much, I'll be honest, as stand-up. So, um, yeah. So that's where I'm at. I was a little bit sad yesterday. Uh, you know, got to trek on, keep moving forward, positive energy, going to keep hitting that well, gym. And, um... Yeah, you know, it's just going to, like, obviously, life's not all about swishes, is it? Um, oh, fuck, that didn't play. Hang on, life's not all about swishes. Swish, swish, bish.
this this week, I feel like the world has, you know, told me to get that straw. The world's been like, hey, Luke, you chose performing arts as a career. Suck my butt. And you know what, world? Yep, I'm getting that straw. Thick shake straw. Paper straw, because I don't want to kill the environment. But I'm still slurping, and it's a brutal slurp. So, yeah, uh, thank you all to the people who send uh, very kind words. And also the people going, why don't you just put on a show to 50 people? Uh, the reason why we haven't rescheduled shows for now, just because the comedy festival has been cancelled, is because it would be quite irresponsible to put on an event uh, at the moment, and particularly with the advice against the government and stuff. Um, so, yeah, my, my other shows aren't for a couple of months, which is why they're still going ahead. Uh, we don't start until May. I think in Albury is where the tour will start now. Uh, So, yeah, that's why we're not doing any because just not a great idea. Plus, very confusing if I go, no, I'm still doing shows. And everyone's like, but I thought the comedy festival was cancelled. So that is why uh, we are not doing any. And trust me, people like get mad at me. Like, why would you cancel? Just still do them anyway. It's like, dude. This affects me, no offense, not more, a lot more than you. you. I appreciate that people want to see me live, but uh, trust me, if if we could do a show, I I'd do a show. I lose, I think I lose out on a lot of money with like venue hire, dude. Flights have already been booked for my whole tour, accommodation. If my tour gets cancelled, I'm gonna be like thousands of dollars in the red, kind of thing. So trust me, uh, they will go ahead. If we can, I'll do everything to make sure I can do this show. And also you won't miss out on the show as well. We'll do it eventually when everything calms down. But uh, how crazy is it that last week we were like just, I was complaining like, boys, there's no bloody toilet paper. That's a, we're in strife here. <laughs> and now like the, we might be on lockdown like in, a, in the next couple of weeks. I don't know what's going to happen. But if, if anything is to go by with, like, what's happened in Italy and Iran and stuff, whew, we'll be one of the next ones, maybe. I mean, it's getting bad in Europe. Probably going to get bad here. Buddy, Tom Hanks has it, mate. When a celebrity gets it, now everyone cares. You notice that? Tom Hanks got coronavirus. Suddenly, hype just went through the roof, which is um fair enough, you know. First celeb with the virus. Uh, Lewis is sick as well, so, you know. He might also have it. Uh, so, you know, Lewis Spears might be the second celeb to have a <laughs> coronavirus. So I'm not sure what we're going to do about that podcast this week. Genuinely not a good idea to hang out with someone who's violently ill at the moment. So, yeah, I just wanted to talk about it. Um, obviously, stay safe, stay inside when you can. And um, fuck, yeah, dude, supermarkets shopping this week. Brutal. Like, I was trying to get, like, um, just weird shit is gone now. Like, I went into Aldi, which I never really do. And, by the way, before I even go into this, who the fuck would want to buy a car jack from Aldi? Walked into an Aldi. You know they have that weird shit in the middle? By the way, for those overseas people, if you don't have it, Aldi is like this. There's, like, Coles, Woolworths, like, the big supermarkets, then IGA, LD is like the LD of supermarkets. There's no other way of putting it. It's like the home brand of supermarkets. 
It's just like if you want to get cheap, weird shit. Like they sell fridges, but then also juice. And then right next to the oranges, they sell car jacks. It's the strangest store. But imagine going into Aldi and just being like, oh, fuck. Yeah, I'm a licensed mechanic. And you know what? I needed a new car jack. Here's one for 40 bucks. And then I'm just going to crawl under the car while I use a $40 car jack to prop it up. That's insane. Um, anyway, there's nothing left on the shelves. Everything's been looted. It's like the apocalypse out there. And do the doctors like near my house have closed down? That's the thing. <laughs> doctors have closed down. Cause like, nah, coronavirus is like, yeah, so open. They're like, nah, it's too dangerous for us to operate because of the virus. <laughs> It's like, well, where the fuck is people, people are supposed to go then? Fair enough if like a cafe shuts down. It's like, you know what, guys, we might have to not have coffee for a week. We'll have to have homemade coffee for a week. God damn. So, uh, yeah, it kind of feels weird not to address it, which is why I wanted to do this. So I did record a podcast on Thursday, which is what you're about to listen to. Uh, this is just a little intro addressing the updates. I will cut out anything where I plug my tours and stuff. So if there's any cuts, it just means I said something that has now been cancelled or the situation's changed. I just don't want to confuse anyone. Because if then, so you're about to listen to something that I, I recorded three days ago. And since then, the world has changed. Okay. And it, honestly, it might feel a little weird listening to because I'm just laughing about the Gold Coast and bunch of trivial shit that honestly now 72 hours on it doesn't matter all anyone's talking about is the coronavirus and every time i hear the word corona just makes me want to have a beer i'll be honest just makes me a thirsty motherfucker and um geez maybe i am sad at the moment (laughs) um yeah so hope you're all well that's it from me and the comedy festival is cancelled Full refunds, uh, let me know. Like, there's a website. Go on my Instagram if you want more details. It's vervepromotions.co slash M-I-C-F update, I believe, is the website to go to if you have any queries about that. Other than that, check my Instagram. It's all on there. And, um, yeah, that's it. Enjoy the rest of the podcast where I'm talking about non-coronavirus trivia-related things. Bye. Welcome to chapter 145 of Mischievous Tales of a Bleached Ass Gent. How are we all doing? I hope you've had a good week. I've had a great week. I've been killing it. Dude, just, this is maybe my week. Fuck it. All week. I mean, look, not a great time to be bragging about how good you're doing in a worldwide health pandemic, but, um, that's okay. I'm not in China, so... Swish, swish, bish. I mean, it's not... Look, it's not... And, and it's not... That's not offensive, because that's a fact. I'm not currently in China, and it's not great over there. Uh, same with Italy, getting very bad. Definitely this whole coronavirus thing, getting a little more concerning as the day days go by. I'm mainly concerned for selfish reasons. reasons I can't even speak... Um, with shows being cancelled and, and whatnot and people not leaving the house perhaps later in the year. that I mean, I, that's why I'm concerned. I, at not one point am I still scared about dying. I reckon I could really whack this virus 
if it came to it, you know, I could just, I reckon I could shit it out, honestly. Or I reckon I would get a little bit sick and then I could probably do heaps of poos um, and just poop it out of my system. But I wouldn't have anything to wipe it with, so I just have to, uh, yeah. So, oh, look, maybe there will be a crisis, to be honest. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's that's happening. That's a world topic thing. And this is why I don't do news, because as soon as I start talking about anything relevant, I just end up saying how I could solve it. And it's usually a poo-related thing. And that... <laughs> And that's, I know that's not how you get over coronavirus. I was going to be people commenting like, what the fuck? You can't shit out the virus. <laughs> Watch me. I will try. <laughs> anyway, I've, if you can't tell, I'm very tired. I uh, had two and a half hours sleep like the night before last. I came home from the Gold Coast, had such an early flight. I didn't book them, right? So I was, I was flying, but I was doing some gigs up on the Gold Coast like the last five days. Uh, getting ready for the comedy festival, get my show ready for this year. And I was like, yeah, book me an early flight out Wednesday because I got shit to do. And then he booked me the first flight out, which is at 6 a.m. So I have to be at the airport at 5 a.m., which means I have to be up at 4 a.m. Awesome. And the gig finishes late, didn't get to bed till 1, then couldn't sleep till 1.30. Oh, what's that? Two and a half hours sleep. Woohoo! Love that. So... Yesterday, I was just dead all day. I was walking around like a zombie. Had another gig last night. I got another one tonight and tomorrow. I'm just smashing the stand-up comedies at the moment because, I don't know, I just like it. And I also need to pay rent. So, (laughs) that's it. That's what we do it for. The cashola. Not the enjoyment. Not the fun. Not to make others happy. Fuck that. I do it for the cash money. Look, if I did do it for the cash money, I'm not. I'm in the wrong profession. But uh, yeah, so I've been good. I mean, super, just busy, I guess. But that's so boring. I hate when it's so. Isn't it annoying when you just talk to your friends and it's the same old shit now? Like you catch up with your high school friends, and I do it to people. I'm part of the problem. You just can't be bothered to fill in people what you've actually been doing. So you just go, yeah, man, keeping busy. It's like, no, well, stop keeping busy. Have a day off. That's what I want. It's the dream to be able to go to my friends like, what have you been up to? And I'm just like, fucking not much. That sounds awesome. If I say not much to anyone, if they ask me how I'm doing, I'm just lying. I'm like, well, I've been out every day and I've been home for four days this month, which I'm getting real over. I would prefer a better ratio. But anyway, uh, let's get into it. I have to have some stuff to talk about. Uh, what should we do first? So I was on the Gold Coast. Uh, let's start there. And first night I'm at this gig and I just forget sometimes that rugby is a thing in Queensland. Like I'm in Melbourne, which is like AFL and up there, no one gives a shit about AFL, but here no one gives a shit about rugby. And I'm in like a pokey den. It's called the Parkwood Tavern. And I'm, I'm about to get on stage. And I was like to the MC, I was like, oh, do I have time to go to the toilet before I get up? He's like, yeah, quickly, just run. So I was like, I was running through the pokey den. Not, not like sprinting, just on like a light jog to try and make it quicker. So, because I'd have to get on stage soon. And then this guy with a beard, footy shorts, thongs at a pub because it's the Gold Coast. And just was not aggressive at all, was not violent, but just did the most Gold Coast thing 
I've ever seen. I mean, he didn't king hit me or glass me. That would be pretty Gold Coast. But he did do something aggressive in the least aggressive way possible, in like a fun way. He was holding beer like a pint and he put it down. He saw me from the other end. He's like, put it down. And then he, you know that when animals like are charging at each other, they go with their foot, they kick up their feet like, he did like that thing where he kicked up his foot, then bent down into like a rugby, like, you know how they do like a rugby scrum and then ran at me from across the pokey den and I'm running directly at him. I then start slowing up. I was like, oh my God, is this guy going to spear tackle me and at the fucking pokies? This is going to be the best shit ever. And then he like tackles me as a joke, but not to the ground, just picks me up. So I'm being picked up in a pub by a grown man. Do you know how condescending that is? When this some stranger has your arms pinned and I just picking you up and my arms are pinned and I'm just like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> my arms are pinned between his. He picks me up. He does a little spin, kind of like we're dancing. And, he go, and then he goes, ah, he's doing this whole time. He's like, hey, 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 oh, gotcha. And then he goes, ah, as he spins me, then he puts me down and goes, welcome to Queensland, mate. I shit you not. I don't know how he knew that I wasn't local because I probably wasn't wearing thongs. You know what? I was dressed in jeans. I had a T-shirt on and closed-toed shoes. And he was probably like, oh, this guy's not from around here. You know, where's his lack of respect for women? Fuck it. I'm going to pick him up, show him what's up. So he could tell I wasn't a local. I don't give off Gold Coast vibes. And that was... That was the first gig on the Gold Coast. There was a bunch of boomers, like, and I hate that word. I hate when people go boomers. But the only time I would ever use that word to describe people in that age demographic is if they're being the worst. And these people being the worst, it was like a Facebook meetup group of a bunch of oldies, and they get together and they came to this comedy show. And you know those old people, they've been around for 50 years, and not one time were they like, today I'm going to sit down and read Respect for Others 101. At not one point did they, they just skip that chapter on how to not be a piece of shit. So they just had zero respect. You know, the opposite to what Aretha Franklin was preaching. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. They were like, what? Aretha who? Never heard of her. I'm just going to drink wine and yell at this guy doing his best. And I was the guy. I'm out there trying to work on new material and they're literally just on their phones. And I'm like, hey, can you not be on your phone? That's what all Queensland audiences are, by the way, which is why I like going there because it means if you kill in Queensland, <clears throat> your jokes are good. Um, like not at my shows like because they're there to see me, but every time I do a gig, that's like not my show. It's just like a random night full of a bunch of a bunch of other comedians in Queensland. The audience doesn't want to be there. <laughs> they think they want to be there. They like the idea of comedy. They go, let's go see comedy time. Then they get there. They're like, I'm bored. I'm. This is not better than rugby or uh, being at home, and you know, jacking off or whatever they do up there, or you know, farming cane. Whatever. I don't know what you guys do. Okay. And they were just like not into it. And I was like, that's fine. And then literally I got to the point where I just had to ditch all my material 
and I've already been picked up by a stranger in the pokey den in the front bar. So I'm not in the best mood. I mean, I was amused by that, talked about that on stage, and they didn't even find that funny. How good is that? That's the best. They did not even find that. They, they found it funny but because I made it funny, but they didn't find it surprising at all. They were just looking at me like, why does he think this is interesting? He thinks this is n- notable. Like, this is a thing that's happened in this guy's day. That's how fucked Queensland is. They're like, what? You didn't get picked up in the pokey den by a stranger with a beard who put his beard down to spear tack you as a joke in front of his mates. That's fucking weird. <laughs> it's crazy. So I'm up there and I just ditch all my material. I was like, fuck this. I'm just going to ruin this guy's name. There was this guy named Trevor and he started telling me about his divorce. Like this is to a room full of strangers. And it got to the end where I just had to be like, Trevor, no one gives a fuck about your divorce, mate. I know why she left you. Like I was just, I was being so cold. It was brutal, but it was, it was like the most laughs I got the whole show is me just slamming this guy about his bad divorce. You know, I was like, mate, no wonder you didn't get fucking custody. You're a wreck. He was on Centrelink. He was just like, oh, mate, once you get on, you should never get off. Hey, ha, ha, ha. And I was like, no. They also thank everyone else in this room for that beer. Okay. Because we bought it for you. It's made me so angry. So anyway, the Gold Coast was fun. Uh, I made a huge call day one. Oh, no, day two. I was there, right? Oh, maybe it was the middle. Who cares? I made a huge call in my Patreon Discord. I don't know why. For a little bit, I had a moment of bliss. I was walking over the bridge, the casino, lake flowing under me. I went, and I couldn't hear the sound of someone being glassed in the distance. And I was like, this is, Gold Coast has really improved it for me. You know, I'm up there a lot. I went there 12 times last year. So I think that's why I have a little soft spot for the Gold Coast, because A, I fit in there. I look like all the other dudes. It's my style. Everyone there is a waste of space. I know why I like it. They like City Beach and Cotton On as much as I do. I dress like I'm from the Gold Coast. I think that's why I like it. But I also have the mindset of a person who knows better and has been to a bunch of places. And I know that it's not like it's not a good place to be. It's fine. It's not the best. It's not the worst. Townsville, Bundaberg, way, way worse places. But, you know, it's fine. And they have theme parks and you can go get a photo with fake Batman. And that's great. But I made a big call. I breathed in some fresh air. For some reason, I wasn't thinking straight. And I went into my Patreon Discord and I was like, hey, guys, you know what? And, and I feel silly even saying this out loud. I should have said it out loud before I hit send. I was like, hey, guys, <laughs> I think Gold Coast might be my favorite place in Australia. <laughs> and even saying that out loud is the funniest thing I've said the whole podcast. That's so good. Like, you can't write that. I mean, I did. That's the problem. I did write that. But that's if someone just did that as a comedy festival show and like an hour as to why the Gold Coast was the best place in Australia, I'd be like, oh, God damn, this is comedy. And then when you put something like that out in the universe, you have to expect the universe to strongly disagree and throw it right back in your face. And that's exactly what the universe did. 
I threw out that positive energy about a well-known shithole and the universe went, I'm sorry, Luke, do you need to check yourself? And the universe checked me. Literally, two minutes later, checkmated me, I would say. Two minutes later, I'm in Broad Beach, walking down almost the same street that I was on when I sent that message. And by the way, people in the Discord, I'll read their messages. Um, It was not positive in my favor. This is kind of how, I'm just trying to give an idea for overseas people. This is how people respond to you when you say that Gold Coast is the best place in Australia. I said, guys, I think the Gold Coast has become my favorite place in Australia. I've hit a new level of white trash. Then uh, someone goes, someone get the shotgun. Luke needs to be put down. And that's fair. You know, if, if someone said that to me, I'd be like, oh, he's had his time exterminate. That's good. He's, he, he's finished his journey here because he's offering nothing to society now. I think that's what we should do, by the way in general with like the population thing. It's like, why die old? It should be when you're done offering anything valuable to the rest of us and yourself, bye-bye. And I think that would be, we'd have a way better world. You know, some people might die at 15. You know, it's like, oh, you're on Centrelink now. You, you, you know, people like Trevor, who I met at that gig in Gold Coast, on Centrelink, not trying to get a job, doesn't want one. Not retired either, uh, just divorce, just drinking, and just ruining my set. Hey, Trevor, you're offering fuck all, mate. Time to go. Maybe. Now, is that a death threat? Probably. <laughs> Should have I changed his name? Yeah. But it's out there now. <laughs> but uh, then uh, someone said, yeah, I'll grab it from the safe. Uh, a few people saying, what the fuck? And then someone said, I love the Gold Coast too. Don't worry, Luke. And that person also maybe needs to end it all. Um, and you know what? So fair enough. So I was in the wrong here. I'd said something positive about the Gold Coast, which as a true Australian, you should never do. Then two minutes later, walking down the street, a guy tries to king hit me. Not joking. It was just, oh, well, not a king hit actually. King hits a coward punch from behind. This guy just tried to coward punch me from the side. So it was like a, you know, a prince hit. And it, yeah, it's not quite king, but it's not, you know, it's more like a ace of spades. Like it's, oh, ace is more better than the king. Um, yeah, more like a jack hit. So, <laughs> or a queen hit. But yeah, this guy, let's call it a jack hit because he was fucking jacked. Tats all down his arm, singlet on having a full meltdown in public, him and his girlfriend, they're going at it, just like, just not fucking, just yelling at each other. And I started taking a wide berth of this because I was like, look, there was police around and stuff. So I, I felt kind of safe, but also, nah, I, I was walking down the street with a Woolies bag and then it just goes, oi. And then he said a bad word that starts with C and ends with UNT. And I will never say that word because it's, I mean, I, ha, I mean, I will never say that because you should never say that word. It's, it's a naughty word. And uh, he said, oi. And I was like, oh my God, I'm so offended. I've never heard that word before. Oh my gosh. And, uh, and he's like, come here. And I was like, oh, and I don't know why I was like, nah. <laughs> and I don't think this guy 
uh, been told no before because he was six foot two and had a bad attitude. And I don't think a lot of people in his life had been like, hey, man, nah, because they were scared for their safety. And I should have been, but for some reason I was like, oh, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to come over because I could tell he wanted me to end a dispute or, ha- or back him up in a dispute that he was having with the girl he was uh, having an argument with. And, and by the way, very optimistic on his behalf, like as if I'm going to come over. And I heard some bits of their argument. He was definitely in the wrong. And yet he's trying to, you know, wave me over threatening by the way, like in, in not in like, I hey, mate, would you, do you mind coming over here and helping us sort this out? It was, Oi, come over here. And I didn't know he was looking at me. So I looked around, I was like, Oh great. I'm the only person here. He's definitely talking to me. And I was like, nah, and then he goes, what? And I was like, oh, I'm not going to do that. And <laughs> like an idiot, I should just kept walking. I did. I didn't stop walking at any point. And then he goes, what? And I was like, oh, I'm not going to do that. And he's like, come here now. As if I'd be like, oh, yes, my liege. Of course, master. I was like, dude, I don't think you're going to king hit me. That's the thing. I saw a bit of weakness. I was like, this guy looks like he's got something to lose. Not a lot to lose, but something. You know, I don't think he's going to, I don't think he's going to ruin my life. And, and hit me in public. So I was like, I just kept walking. And then that came over to me. He left his girlfriend that came over to me. And he did that thing like where, and I've never been in like a public fight before. I would never fight anyone. Look at me for two reasons. One, I would lose the fight nine out of 10 times. And the second reason is street fighter for me is a video game. That's what I used to do at pizza shops that had an arcade machine while waited for my medium margarita. So Street Fighter is a thing that I press a bunch of buttons and then it goes, oh, KO at the end. That's Street Fighter to me. Street Fighter to him was a Friday night. That was him walking out of the house and going, this is my reality. But he wouldn't sing that because he would bash you if you sung in front of him. So he comes over to me and he did that thing where like guys do where they, they go, like, you know what I mean? Like real aggressive, like, Ugh, and he like, you know, tried to make me jolt. And I was really proud of myself here. And I think you'll all be proud of me. I, for once in my life, did not bitch it. And I didn't flinch. I called his bluff. Woohoo! I felt like such a boss. I felt like Jason Statham, even though I was probably like, just like, even though my lip was probably trembling a lot, I felt like Jason Statham. He went like that at me and I didn't flinch. I just, and I just raised my eyebrow in like the coolest way. I just went and I gave a little smirk and that made him angrier. And then that was the only point where I was like, okay, now he's probably going to hit me. <laughs> but then he didn't. And he's just like, keep walking then. And um, I did. And then I uh, told the police officer that there was a guy being threatening towards a woman because I would have felt horrible if anything had happened. And I witnessed it and then walked away. But it's one of those things where, like, you don't want to get involved in someone else's... You don't know the story. Like, what about if, you know, she then starts hitting me? Or, you know, like, I was like, fuck, you know, this guy is being threatening towards this girl. So I just went and told the cops and they would have just done a walk by or whatever and seen what was up. But, um, so yeah, moral of this story is never praise the gold coast. It's the, it's a dump. It's Australia's poo. It's where it's Australia's toilet where we send all the, uh, tourists and we go and we distract them with roller coasters and seals doing tricks at SeaWorld. 
and the rest of it is a dive. And if you go there and enjoy yourself, it means you love ecstasy and that's it. And violence. So other than that, though, had a great time on the Gold Coast. <laughs> I actually do like it up there. It's just a bit dodgy at night in some areas. But uh, I like it, you know. That's my vibe, man, because I'm so cool now. I don't even flinch when people try and punch me. Dude, I can't believe I didn't flinch. I think I was too tired to flinch. I'd just been, like, working all day, and then I was, you know, out coming home from a gig. And I think if I was more alert, I would have definitely flinched. But I was just like... I don't even think I realized what happened until afterwards. So, yeah, I'm back now for good. Thank God. It's been like way too long. I've been away for, which is wild. And uh, I actually want to start a new segment on this podcast because I have very exciting news. Now, we have a uh, thing in the Patreon Discord, which you can join, by the way, help support everything I do. Um it's uh, if you're on the six dollar a month people, they're all in the Discord, and there's a little chat, uh, like a channel there called Flex Chat, and it's kind of like where, and it's we've had it for about a year in there now. It's where if you want to flex something, you're like, hey guys, got an A plus on my assignment, great, or it's like, oh, you know, I got a free upgrade to business, or even I paid for business. It's just flexing your privilege is what the thing is, and I thought we this should be this needs to be a segment on the podcast, so. If you have any good other titles, comment them below on the video. Shoot me an email, luke.kidgel at gmail.com. If you have any uh, suggestions of what it should be. By the way, type podcast in the subject. Otherwise, it may get lost in my other emails. So, uh, yeah. It's, um, it's called Flex Chat. It's a, it's a, we'll pencil in that title. Okay? It's a tentative title. Is that the right word? Whatever. The way the segment's going to work is I flex my privilege to y'all and you guys take it. But in that's how the first one's going to go. But in the future, I'd like to read some of your flexes as well. If you just have something that you want to flex to the world, um, I'll just kick it off here. So on the tour, I haven't talked about this yet, on the regional tour, and this is why it's called Flex Chat because it's absolutely bragging. And guys, I'm just going to put it out there. Australian country singer and rock star Lee Kernigan follows me on Instagram. Swish, swish, bish. Woohoo! That's it, isn't it? Getting buckets. Lee Kernigan. That is a person I never thought would be interested in my comedy. And I don't think he is. I tagged him in an Instagram story and uh, kind of as a joke. <laughs> We'll, we'll dance in, me and Zach, tour manager Zach, we'll dance into Boys from the Bush uh, and we're back in town. And, uh, I, I, you know, I was like, we were in the motorhome on the tour and then was like, fuck yeah. And then I think he saw that I was touring regional Queensland and I think he got around that I was getting around rural towns and he gave me a follow and he still uh, does follow me. I need to check that. Following... Boom. Still follows me. That's what it's all about. That's so good. I'm so excited. You know, like, that's crazy. Who else does he follow? Like, I don't know anyone else he follows. We have no other mutual people that we both follow. So, yeah. 
that's my flex for today. That's that's kicking off flex chat. So if you have your own flex, luke.kidgel at gmail.com is the email. You can email the podcast anytime. And um, yeah, if you have a flex, it can be something as, it could be a name drop like that. That was just a, that was just a blatant name drop. Um, and, or it can be something actually good, you know? <laughs> this is uh, Lee Kernigan, by the way. I don't even know if it's his song. It may be a cover. From the scrub. Woohoo! So, yeah, I'm, someone's doing well. I, it was so funny. I was on stage in Rockhampton that night and I started like telling everyone, I'm like, Lee Kernigan follows me on Instagram. <laughs> and even people in Rockhampton were like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> so good. I was so excited, man. Lee's a legend. Um, so, yeah, that's where my life's at. Just being followed by some of the greats. So my career is going well. Um, what's another thing I want to talk about? I had flex chat. Oh, I want to talk about, I mean, I want to talk about TikTok. I've talked about it before. It's just, it still fascinates me. I still feel like an old man on the app. And by the way, I'm the most famous person on TikTok. There's no one bigger than me on the app. I have almost 70,000 followers. That's as famous as you can possibly get on the most popular app on the world. Uh, so yeah, um, go follow me on TikTok. I'm a TikToker now. I'm taking the talks. I'm talking the ticks. You guys get it. I'm woeing. I'm like, uh, and I'm, I'm doing trends. Um, I'm just like connecting with the youth, you know, honestly, every time I go on that app, it makes me feel like 10% of a pedophile at any given time. Cause you'll be scrolling down the for you page and you see some girl who's absolutely 15 uh, just in an inappropriate outfit, dancing provocatively. And you just got to, because even if you, by the time you process what you're watching, you're like, well, I've seen that now. And does that, like, and then you just move on. You go, what the fuck? And you just like, you want to just have, you know, you want to see, like, I wonder if the if a parent is watching that. I don't know. But uh, it's definitely, there's some, there's some bad shit on there. Dude, the biggest girl on the app like the the most popular okay there's one person more popular than me on tiktok and it's that charlie uh i, I don't even know what her last name is charlie did it sounds like la paqueta this is charlie la paqueta charlie d'amelio yeah it's the same shit charlie la paqueta choppy margarita um and she's like this 15 year old girl and she just dances and I'm not going to come here and, and hate on someone for having fun and also killing it. I mean, I thought I was big on TikTok, 70,000 followers. That's so fucking famous. I bet you Lee Kernigan also follows me on TikTok, man. I'm just like every video, nothing but net. Uh, but this girl, she's got a tiny bit more followers than me. She's got 35 million followers. So it's just above where I'm at, which is crazy to be bigger than me on TikTok. And she went on Jimmy Fallon and I was just watching her, like their interview earlier. And he was so confused. He didn't know what to ask her. He was like, so explain to everyone what you do. And she's like, oh, hang on. The camera's about to stop. I'll just pause it for a sec. And we're back. Yeah, he was like, explain what you do to, to America essentially. And she's like, and when you say it out loud, 
God damn, it's hard not to smirk. And great, I get it. She's an awesome dancer. Like, honestly, good on it. She's been in a Super Bowl ad. She's crushing it. I mean, she's bigger than me. That's insane. So, yeah, she's, she's like, what, he's like, what do you do? And she's like, well, I just, like, um, go in my bathroom and, like, I feel myself dancing. It's, like, essentially what she said. And then the look on Jimmy's face was just, like, cool, cool. And he, he was just, like, a like an old man being like, what the fuck am I doing hosting the tonight show when this girl is probably making heaps dancing in her bathroom. By the way, I'm not hating on her because if I film myself dancing in the bathroom, I may not even be as famous on TikTok as I am now. I will probably have a lot less followers. I would say I'd have zero because no one would want to watch that. But uh, apparently if you're a 15 year old girl, other 15 year old girls will want to watch that. And it's wild. And she's a good dancer. She's been dancing since she was really young. It's just bizarre. By the way, this is what I think about the whole... Like, I I do like TikTok. There's some funny stuff on there, and that's cool. The dancing side is the part that confuses me. It's just the people who put on a song. And the faces they make. (laughs) Every girl on TikTok is like... (laughs) Like, when they end the video... Just for they're about to turn off, they always go. <laughs> you got to go watch the video. Okay? I, might, I might have to post this on Instagram or something so you can see. But they're just like. <laughs> and they do this little, like they they stick their tongue out between their teeth like they're a lizard and they go. <laughs> I'm like, yo, are a gecko. You know, that's like, it's so funny, man. And then the guys who dance on TikTok, like the E-boys or whatever they're called, they like bite their upper lip at the end. Like the guys have a different thing. Girls do like the cheeky, <laughs> but then guys do like the, and they make that little noise. They go, <laughs> and they like sweep their hand. So good, man. It's I, I, it's like half the reason I go on TikTok is to just watch people doing these dumb faces while they're dancing. And they put it on. They're like laughing while they're dancing. They're like they're by themselves. Imagine how sad you'd be, right? You'd be, you'd be by yourself. You'd be like, oh, what song am I going to jam to? And it's like some bullshit trending song on the app. And you put your phone like next to the mirror, right? And you're like, okay. And it's counting you down. It's like three, two, one. And you'd be so miserable. You'd be like depression for three, two, one. And then they just turn it on and they start going. <laughs> and like they start woeing and like. Ugh, and stuff like that. <laughs> I was thinking like I should just start doing that. Clearly people like it. That's the thing. I feel like I'm the only person who thinks it's ridiculous. So maybe I should just start doing it randomly in my videos and even on stage. Like I would just like hit a punchline and then be like, <laughs> I'll just be like, anyway, so I went to the shops the other day and like, this would be like at one of my shows. But yeah, so I went to the shops <clears throat> the other day and then I was like, <laughs> and then the person said to me, <laughs> and then I was like, <laughs> and then she was like, <laughs> and anyway, and then all my shows just sell out. Everyone's like, fuck, that's amazing. That's so good. I love you, Luke. Do the thing where you go, oh, again. <laughs> they look like they have like a full mental disability. I'm sorry. But they like, it looks like they've got like Tourette's, but only with fake laughing. It's like their Tourette's is just to do with like closing their eyes slightly and sticking their tongue out. It's like, <laughs> it's my favorite thing in the app. I'm going to watch some. I'm going to look up this. I don't even know what to search. Like, do you search dancing? Oh, just search that Charlie girl. Oh, this is the most recent video. Is her in a shoe store. 
Wouldn't you feel so stupid doing that? Like you're in the middle of a shoe store and you're just like, I'm jamming my heart out. And people will be like, what the fuck? Aren't, why aren't they buying shoes? So, so strange. And I just, it's a thing I just don't understand, man. Good on her. You know, she's doing great. Just, just dancing her heart out. And these get 40 million views. There it is. <laughs> oh, fuck. I'm sorry. This just amuses me. Other people listening to this like, shut up, Luke. This is the funniest thing on TikTok. Like, do not look under the hashtag comedy if you're looking for laughs. Go under the hashtag dancing in my bathroom by myself like a degenerate. Look at that hashtag and you will see so much good stuff. Oh, man. So many good things. <laughs> so anyway, guys, I was like walking down to the shops the other day. <laughs> and um, now what do I want to talk about? <laughs> Meg just sent me a message called the ultimate fuckboy TikTok. <laughs> oh, my God, Meg, come in, come in. You got to come in. Dude, we'll switch to camera audio. What the fuck? This guy's not a robot. Come in, come in. Oh my God. This guy is wearing like an Alice in Wonderland picnic <laughs> blanket, right? And he's got three necklaces. But like he's one's laughing. a chain, by the way. One's just a chain around his neck, and it has a lock on it. And I bet it has something shit engraved in it. Like it says, like Sarah forever. He looks like he's a sixties diner. Oh, he's like, like yeah. the actual diner. Yeah, though. he looks like the booth. Yeah. At the diner. <laughs> so imagine a, watch, imagine a booth at a diner with a fuckboy haircut just <laughs> dancing away. Oh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's literally like every single fuckboy movie. Look this. What is it, this? Dude, there's no way girls can watch that and be like, I want to fuck that diner booth. Like, there's no way. It's like such an evolution in what girls wanted, and this is just such a low point. Remember when girls used to be attracted, like, to Greek guys running around and competing in athletics and discus nude? What? Like, that used to be, like, the female attraction. It was, like, you know, the Olympic, the athlete. Guys throwing, oh, yeah. guys lifting heavy yeah. things yeah. and doing like hunting, yes. gathering. Yeah. And now guys are just like. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a shack, but it's not. It's like. Oh my God. I'm sorry. This is the rest of the podcast on this, this video. This is horrible. I could talk about this for 15 minutes. I know. This guy is 16 years old. And the shitty part about it is he doesn't know better. He's, Why? His shirt is like down to here. It's it, open. Yeah. Oh yeah. He doesn't. The shirt is a prop. 
The shirt is like a way in which he can look more like a diner. Oh, wait, wait. That just shrug? The, just the, the, like the start, like the... <laughs> he literally looked like he was pooing himself in the first few seconds. He was like... <laughs> I really want to put his butt it was like, like over it as he does that. Like... It, it was like me the other day when I was shitting myself and then I realised we had one roll of toilet paper left. I was like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a relief followed by... Oh damn! Oh man, this guy, do you reckon he's gonna grow up and like look back at this and go, "What the fuck?" Or do you reckon he'll be this much of a douchebag forever? No, hundred like percent a... douchebag forever. Oh, oh, your dad's calling. Yeah, we're gonna have to, have to decline <laughs> that one. Like, sorry, dad, I'm reviewing e boys on TikTok. Can't speak at the moment. Just trashing sixteen-year-olds. Oh to dance no! 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 So good. Oh, I love how he's wearing like a cross on the ear as well. Yeah. Like he's like, no, I'm a good Christian boy. Yeah. It's like, cool, man. Jesus hates you. You know what? That's the one sin Jesus wouldn't forgive. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like this guy. <laughs> They're gonna add these to, like TikTok to the to the. What is it? Like the, we need to do another TikTok scenes. video. Yeah, that week. was fun. We'll do another. That was so much fun. Yeah, we'll uh, do another video reviewing these people because I have too much to say about this. And it's it so fun. Can't condense yeah. it all into one podcast. No, not one. Thanks for sending that. That's okay. I appreciate that so much. Oh, anytime, Guys, like... I think that's the end of the of the episode. Um, back to normal audio now. That, that's the end of the podcast. I really, I'd rather just keep keep it there, keep it short and sweet because um. I had a super busy week and was editing all week and really no good stories. Like being almost King hit was the highlight of your week. You know, and when that's the highlight of your week, you need to maybe start doing some other shit. So (laughs) that's it. Sydney, uh, less than like 80 tickets left now. That show is going to sell out in the next few weeks, hopefully. So make sure you come along. Brisbane uh, is almost half full as well. And that's a massive room. And, yeah that's it thank you very much for listening guys i'll see you next week this is gonna be a weekly podcast yeah the podcast is back and it's staying back and i'm feeling good about uh this and it's going to be consistent from now on come see a show lukehidgel.com and uh support me on patreon if you want to support the podcast and yeah that's it see ya